Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 98 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the video games news now. Yeah, there was a Nintendo Direct that I didn't watch. Yeah, it was an Indie Direct, which blew my mind open because I was in a meeting during it. So I didn't like watch it, watch it. Mm -hmm. And so I would like click over to it sometimes without sound on. And I saw that Spiritfarer was happening and I was just like, oh, cool. Spiritfarer is going to come to Switch. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, I was on a news website and the title was Spiritfarer out today. And I said, hold up what was that and it came out on every console that day yeah and uh game pass that same day as well yeah game pass uh ps4 switch pc Mm -hmm. um i think it is on both steam and the epic game store if i am correct i'm sure at this point like if you're a developer why wouldn't you put it on the epic store just yeah just so you can get like a little bit more out of it Mm mm-hmm I mean, you'll, you'll probably get better Steam sales, like sales numbers, but you may make, you know, you'll make a better percentage on Epic, so you might as well stick yeah. it on there. And so they showed a bunch of stuff there. I only wrote down a handful of things like Hades is going to come to the Switch when it comes out in 1.0. Mm-hmm. Um, they had already said that it was going to come to uh, PS4 and Xbox One when it came out in 1.0. So it's just cool that it will run on the Switch. Um, Hades is a game where it has to run at a good frame rate. So <laughs> I hope that the Switch can handle it is all I'm going to say. Because, boy, I'm just going to say good, that. good luck to the Switch. <laughs> because it's about to get a lot harder for AAA games to be on the Switch. Yeah. In just a couple months. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very interesting to see the future of the switch in that sense yeah um also grindstone is coming to the switch which currently is only an apple arcade game and i've heard great things about Uh, yeah it's a match three type game and i am all about that shit so i have wanted to play grindstone but i don't have any ios devices so i could not even get the trial of apple arcade Mm -hmm. to play it um so i will buy that on the switch especially if it doesn't come to anything else uh, it probably won't, I guess, because it probably has touch controls now that I think about it as well. But um, that, yeah, that game seems pretty cool. That is a hot cappy joint. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced in there also that the Untitled Goose game will be uh, getting a local co-op update and on September free. 23rd. Yeah, it is free. Um, and then like not necessarily in the thing, but they also said that the company House House said that it is coming to Steam that day. Mm-hmm. as well because right now it is exclusive to the epic game store so that is interesting i i never like i was never as fascinated by that game as everyone else and so i never ended up playing it i uh, yeah i think i think some of like the culture around it really just kind of turned me off unfortunately because mm-hmm. like the concept of playing as a goose appeals to me greatly but right. then like when i found out that it was more like a mediocre-ish puzzle game i was like uh, uh, i don't know no i get that yeah yeah um and so that was all that i really had from that i know they showed a bunch of other games and a few other games were like oh it's out today right now um so that's cool but nothing particularly caught my attention other than these few things mm-hmm. um 
it was announced that Baldur's Gate 3 is going to come out in early access on September 30th, which, boy, I don't think my computer can run Baldur's Gate 3, and that's really sad because I want to play it so bad. Uh, I think it's on Xbox. Uh, maybe. I don't uh, know if it's coming in early that. access to those things. I am wrong. Don't even listen to me. I was going to say that Baldur's Gate is a very PC ass PC game. I think the uh, first two are on Xbox. The first two are definitely, but they were also on the PlayStation 2. Right. Um they just actually re- I that collection of the first two just came out recently, like the HD update, I believe. Yes. Or is coming out soon or something. Maybe I thought it was September, but I guess I don't remember. Um, anyways, this is the developer who I can't remember the name of that did Divinity Original Sin 2. Mm-hmm. And they did such a good job that they were allowed to do Baldur's Gate 3. Um, so they put Divinity Original Sin 2 out in early access as well. And it had like a decent amount of content. They listed the amount of stuff in Baldur's Gate 3 compared to that early access. And it's like over twice as much in some scenarios, which was already huge for an early access thing of this type. Mm hmm. Um, and yeah, the, this game is going to sell fucking just amazingly because people bought a lot of divinity and a lot of people have nostalgia for Baldur's Gate in general. Right. And like the gameplay that they showed of this when they first announced it is like wild. So I am, I can't wait for this thing. You can play it on Stadia. I could play it on Stadia. So if my computer crumbles under the pressure on Steam, I will refund it and then get it there. Because I, I assume like that's one that like if if there is a little, little latency, it won't affect your game. Yeah, play. it's all turn based type right. stuff, so it would be totally fine. Um, Here's a little yeah, bit of news cool. that I want to just throw in here. Okay. Uh, it seems like there are just a uh, small little updates happening in Fall Guys, the game we've been kind of playing a little bit. Yeah, that is true. They uh, at least last week they had added a. Um, no, this is as of yesterday. A new one. No, yeah, they now you can't have back to back team games, which is uh, tight. Uh, the max player count for Fall Mountain is now 15. OK. And then also team tail tag and Royal Fumble timer is now a mi- minute and a half. Thank God. Oh my God. <laughs> the tail tag timer. It feels like it's an eternity. It was like three minutes or yeah. some shit. Oh, now I can do my top level strats in a sh- shorter amount of time. Shorter time frame. <laughs> I have five wins in that product. Jesus. I am the master. I have approximately zero. They were uh, really going after the popular streamer, Tim, the tap man, because he could not get a win. Uh, so they were tweeting about it all the time about how much he sucks. And <laughs> he, he actually did get a win. It was either yesterday or the day before. So I'll congrats to him. Then. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, it seemed like eventually because of all the publicity he was getting, he was like throwing games a lot of the time. So, oh, OK, um, but he did actually win. So hmm. he normally does like first person shooter type stuff. So Paul right. Rise isn't normally his wheelhouse. So. I have to imagine part of that is just like, refreshing for them where they can just kind of have some fun yeah. and not play this like highly stressful game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just kind of an assumption of mine. Yeah. Fall guys took off in a wild way. Like literally every streamer is playing that. And just like it sold 2 million copies on steam, mm-hmm. uh, 8 million people downloaded it on PlayStation 
and like the developers didn't know if like anyone was going to play it and that's why there's the only the one game mode because they were afraid of like having too many game modes and then there weren't going to be enough people for each one so they were just like let's just keep it simple and just have the one and now it's just like taken off in a way that like their servers are just crumbling under the pressure um they also tweeted out last week that they had been getting a lot of attention from brands oh yes. um and so then they said okay you guys can bid on this tweet and the top bidder will put their stuff in the game and will donate that money to a specific charity. I can't remember what the charity mm-hmm. was, but I didn't see where that was. And I felt kind of bad because in the beginning it was a bunch of like dumb people just saying a bunch of shit. Right. But the, um, the creator of rivals of Aether bid $10,000. Wow. Uh, and he had, uh, two skins, one from Zeta burn, the lion and Rano, the poison frog. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even acknowledge his tweet. Oh, and I felt so bad because he actually made the designs and they look super cool. I would have bought those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think real brands have since I, that was like the first maybe two hours that I saw it. Right. Um, but other brands have since done that. I was wrong last week. Those Metal Gear Solid skins are not going to be in the game. Konami just made those and tweeted it. Oh, okay. And said, we would like to be in Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I would like that as well. But who knows? So, yeah, I'm curious to see who's going to win that because it could just be some stupid ass like KFC or McDonald's thing or something. Yeah, but that would be really funny. That would be funny, I guess. <sighs> You know what would work? Like a Taco Bell, because then it could just Taco be a burrito. Bell. Exactly. Let's, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Deathloop is delayed. I know. Which... I was bummed by this. Q2 is so far. Ugh. I didn't think it was coming out this year anyways. So... Man, I did. I but... wanted it. I mean, they never gave any indication it was going to come out this year. That's fine. But and I'm then they're like, like, hey, I wanted it. it's delayed. Which is the one it actually thing. it might have been originally they might have said 2021. They may might have. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh but like Bethesda's had a very quiet year. Yeah. Other than Doom, I mean they really don't have anything then. Mm, no, I don't think so, actually. So hmm. I guess they're all prepping for next gen or something. Yeah. Did wait, has Fallout 76 gotten any updates this year, or is that just... Uh, I think they are always updating it, and I just don't know anymore. Okay. They put out the Elder Elder Scrolls Blades on Switch. They're like weird mobile game. I know Fallout 76 is now on Game Pass. Oh. So... That's something to be excited about. That is something. (laughs) But yeah, uh, quiet year for Bethesda. I... Mm -hmm have to assume next year it'll be a bigger year for them yeah i would guess so but who knows um and then finally oh well not finally but uh ghost of tsushima is getting a weird update yeah like that seems huge Mm -hmm. uh it's getting a multiplayer co-op mode called uh legends or whatever and it's right. like not it's not about the main character of ghost of tsushima Jin. it is about like so so tsushima was a real thing like it, this this event happened right and Jin was obviously not there or whatever but 
Right. Uh, so I don't know if these are going to be like four people based on real samurai or if they're going to be like just four of the like people you interact with that aren't Jin. I'm thinking like, have you, you have, you haven't played a ton of this game. Have you? Uh, I played like 15 hours or so. I think. Did you do any so, of the yeah. legendary missions? Uh, are the, which ones are those? Cause they're they like, have so many mission types. <laughs> uh, they're the ones that are on the map that are blue. And they're they're they delve more into like legends and stuff. I guess maybe not. I, the only ones I can think of are like ones where you go to the bard and have him play you a song about some shit. Uh, the, well, there were like I think the first area you were just kind of running around looking for. Maybe it was like pink lilies in the the grass. Mm, I don't know that I've done one of these then. Okay. I mean, it would be on the map, and it's like blue. It's like a blue yeah. marker. If I did, I just can't remember. But okay. Um, I'm thinking it might be something related to those, because mm-hmm. there's like four or five of them. Yeah, and they uh, it seems like they each have their own like play style. Mm-hmm. So there's like the assassin guy, the straight-up combat guy, the more gadget-based person. Um Right. So yeah, that seems like it could be really cool, but that also yeah. seems like a huge mode to just be like, it's free this fall. Like, it, okay, I did. Sure. I didn't catch that it was free, so it's free that they're just adding it. Yes. Oh, interesting. As far as I'm aware, I don't know if I'm going to have time to play it. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a cool concept. Like I, right. I think it's awesome that they're doing that, and they've like patched that game five or six times since it came out and added like all kinds of weird shit. So in terms of like accessibility and difficulty mm-hmm. and stuff like they added a harder difficulty. Right. Um, which we're yeah. both just slowly making our way through it, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess I can just throw in what I was going to say. Now I've now just gotten through pretty much everything in the second area. And now I just have like this, the final mission in the second area and I'm going to be soon hot getting into that third area. So nice. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, and you're taking it even slower than I am. So. Yeah, I'm still in the first area. So I I have a feeling you're not going to finish the game. That's... I also have a feeling that I might not finish the game. Because in a couple weeks, uh, Tony Hawk's coming out. I know, and I'm so excited. And I think once that happens, all the video <laughs> games start coming out, and you're just yeah. gonna, you're just going to drop Ghost at that point, I would assume. Most likely. So we'll see what happens. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I this thing is happening. The Prince of Persia remake is probably happening in November. Yeah, it started out like as this like weird rumor, but then more and more just like reputable sources basically confirmed that it was happening. Yeah, and there were like logos and stuff mm-hmm. that leaked too, so sure. Ubisoft continues to have these like weird leaks. They are the leakiest company in video games. I just I also Ubisoft doesn't know what to do with Prince of Persia. This is its second. This is its fourth reboot. Uh, but it's been like 10 years. I know, but still like what? Well, okay. It's it, technically it's the third reboot. It's the fourth iteration of Prince of Persia. But like, I, I it's just so weird because they have the original Prince of Persia. Right. And then they rebooted it in the PS2 GameCube era. Right it to be like edgy and gritty and they made a trilogy of those games and then they were like okay we're good on prince of persia and then it came back they completely rebooted it in this weird way 
on the PS3 and 360. And like that game was interesting enough, but then they like, I thought they dropped it, but then they put out another one that was basically just like the first reboot on GameCube. Cause it was just like the sands of time again. Right. Now they're going to do it again. I just, uh, it's so bizarre to me. I don't know. Do you, what do you, what do you expect from this? Do you expect it to be just kind of like a Spyro remake? I, I, or... I would guess so. I like to me, it probably would just be the Prince of Persia sands of time again. Like I, I don't really. Well, I'm wondering if it'll be like a, like a trilogy. Maybe. Or if it'll just be one of them. I, I would assume I, it's just going to be one, but I don't know. So you think it'll just be like a classic, like like what they released in PS3, which was the classic. Because that's what they did before. It seems like the classic Prince of Persia trilogy they just kind of released together. Yeah. It's, but it's like, so I feel weird. like remake implies that they're going to do some work to it. And it's so I, it does. I, and so it's going to be like the Prince of Persia guy in the desert and he can rewind time. Like, I don't, it just seems so weird again to make that thing. But I, you know, I mean, they need to get something out for new consoles. I guess. Sure. I I mean, that's my guess. Um, Yeah. But I mean, they already have Assassin's Creed and. And like, so Prince of Persia is like the, at least not other than the original, they're like more closer to Assassin's Creed. They're just like weird action games. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. But this will be in Persia and Assassin's Creed is in Scandinavia. Uh, or no, true. I guess it's in England, technically, I guess. Technically, yeah. But sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> very different, Manny. Very different. Fundamentally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last bit of news I just think is kind of funny. Uh in response to the Epic lawsuit that we talked about last week, where Epic is suing Apple, Apple's like, fine, then we're just going to ban all Unreal Engine games. Yeah, and they were like trying mm-hmm. to revoke their dev access mm-hmm. and stuff. But a new twist has appeared in the court battle mm-hmm. in that Apple brought emails of Tim Sweeney basically asking for some hot backdoor deals. Oh, nice. To the table. So he's also a dirty liar. <laughs> So everyone involved is shitty. It turns out <laughs> shocking, shocking. I mean, shocking. Tim Sweeney's lied about a lot of stuff in the yes, past yes. few years, but like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, what are you, what are you guys doing over there? Mm-hmm. Because they had to know that those emails would surface in the lawsuit. So like, I, you know, right. Whatever. Do you want to talk about one other little bit of news? Sure. What do you, what do you got? Um, former uh, video game CEO, Kurt Schilling of 38 Studios. Oh, yes. Of yeah, the Boston Red Sox. He's in a lot of trouble right now. Really? For what? He was involved in that uh, Steve Bannon. Story. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> For the Excellent. build a Yeah, the build a wall stuff. Uh, stuff that's happening <laughs> kurt Schilling getting yeah. his hand in all the pies yeah. i see and yeah. that's great i didn't see that that's insane mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so oh boy not really video game related much uh, tech technically <laughs> yes that's on a technicality yeah but just gonna throw that out there that that that's Oof. something that's happening 
I just I still remember when 38 Studios was like initially pitching stuff and they just kept mm-hmm. talking about Kurt Schilling and I was like <laughs> like the Boston Red Sox player Kurt yeah. Schilling and at first I was just like that's got to be a coincidence but no it was him mm-hmm. I was like okay sure as it turns out baseball players make a stupid amount of money this they do it's crazy crazy because <laughs> like I follow hockey and like they make nothing compared to like the other three sports. Oh yeah, I would guess not, which sucks. Uh yeah. Uh, but I mean they it's not like they don't make any money. I yeah, mean, yeah. The top players are still making multi-million dollars like I think the best play, paid players like 12 million dollars. But when like football they're making like 500 million dollars, it's there's a huge difference there, but Yes, there is. <laughs> but like, I could live off very comfortably off $10 million. So. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, but I think that's it for the news. Yeah, that is it for the news. Um, and so I guess we'll just move into games, which we only have one game to talk about, apparently. And yeah. that is a game we already talked about a little bit. And that's Spirit Fear, which yes. you played many. Yeah, I played about like nine or ten hours of this product already. Um, I did not play it yesterday because I was really tired and I like tried to take an evening nap and then that turned into sleeping all night. So, you know, what, I'm too old to take an evening nap. You know what I'm saying? What what time is an evening nap? Start? I was going to sleep from eight to nine thirty. Why would you do that? Because I was tired, Matt. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> but then like you're going to wake up at nine thirty and then when would you go to bed? Like midnight. You can do that. Well, yeah, apparently no, well, well, no, not, not yesterday. I could, <laughs> I could have though. I could have done it. Okay. Um, but what happened was I was so sleepy mm-hmm. and I was like having like wild, weird dreams. Uh, and I must have turned off my alarm and my sleep. And then like, I woke up at 1130 and was like, Oh no, we've goofed. <laughs> and then I just had to keep sleeping. <laughs> and I'm sure you were devastated by that. I was, it was just <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I actually felt rested and I was Aww. like, Holy shit, what's happening here? I... Because I had been staying up too late playing spirit fairer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I knew I was going to like this game, man. I fucking love this game. Um, it is this. The studio is called Thunder Lotus, and they, I think, have only done one other game, and it's called like Jotun or something. It was like a Norse mythology type thing. Um, Spirit Fair dips a little bit into Greek mythology in that it takes the name quite literally. You play as a girl named Stella oh. and her cat Daffodil, who are have become the new Spirit Fair. They inherit it from Charon, the Greek like ferryman of the dead right so he would like you take you in your boat down the river sticks or whatever but the game starts and it's he's basically like yeah i'm i'm done now so like you guys <laughs> you're the spirit fairer and he gives them his power which is called like the eternal light or something and says like yeah it's your job now all right peace mm-hmm. uh you can't have my boat so get your own boat <laughs> and uh you very quickly get your own boat and you meet your first spirit. So most of the islands you go to in the game have like weird spirits on them that you can talk to, but some of them are a different color and they have like an animal silhouette above them and you have to do like specific tasks and then they will come on your boat because they are looking to pass on to the afterlife. And so the first one you get is 
a deer called Gwen, and she is way into smoking. I she was a focus on a lot of uh, the preview stuff, wasn't she? Yep, she was. Yeah. And so basically she will give you quests every so often. And most of them are for tutorials. So what the game ends up being is sort of like a management sim and like item collection game, Mm -hmm. which is not for most people. um, And also makes a lot of the tasks kind of repetitive, but in a way that I find engaging. Um, So like, Uh, there's there's so many mechanics at play in this game that it's hard to talk about it as a whole but basically the the tutorial missions are like hey build this thing so that you can collect this item so it's like oh build a garden so you can plant seeds and then you can water them and they will eventually grow into stuff uh like carrots and corn and you can cook them uh to turn them into other things so like the, the gwen really likes specific types of food and so her favorite food is comfort food, uh, which popcorn is. So like one of the first missions is cook some corn to make popcorn. And Gwen is way into that. Um, but the thing that I know bothers most people about management sim games like this is that it's hard and stressful to manage your time and you get punished very easily. Right. Uh, this game is, does not have punishment really mm-hmm. at all. So like while the people on your boat get hungry, it just makes their mood go down a little bit, but there's no real penalty. It's just when they have higher moods, sometimes they will do special things on the boat. Like uh, later on, you get a snake lady. And if she is happy, she will play her magic guitar to make plants grow faster. So like they'll have like weird buffs if you do keep them happy, but it's not like your game is going to be like super difficult or anything if you don't keep them happy. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you can feed them foods they like to keep them happy. You can give all of them a hug, which is tight, um, and then they stay happier for longer because they have a recent hug bonus. Um, And I love the animation for every time you hug an animal. So far, I have hugged a deer a hedgehog, a snake, a frog, a female lion, and a male lion. Oh, and an owl. So I've hugged seven different types of animals. Very exciting. And that's uh, all within eight hours. Yep. Okay. I probably I probably did play closer to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you basically each character will have specific quests they offer you. And once you get to a certain point in their quest line, they ask you to build a house just for them on your boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'll just need specific materials to do that. And you uh, look at a map to like just set the next course for your boat. It's not really that involved. It's just like, oh, go to this island. And then you leave the room and just over a certain amount of time, you will get to that island. And so during that time, you can gather resources on the boat, like water your plants, fish off the backside, things like that. Um, And so what happens is once you finish all of their quests, which usually involve making their house and fully decorating it, it's not really decorating. It's like they'll say like, oh, hey, I love sitting down can you build me a chair (laughs) and like so uh, most of the houses have like three things to customize it and that makes them happier as well uh but so i've only finished two i finished gwen the deer lady and i also finished summer the snake lady um but what happens is like throughout the course of their quest line sometimes they'll ask you to bring them places and give you more context into what 
their life was like mm-hmm. um and like things they regret and things like that and eventually they will when you're all done they'll just say like hey i think it's time for me to move on i'm ready now and so then you'll go back to the gate at the beginning of the game where you met Karan and you basically by yourself as stella row them out there while they talk to you a little bit and then it is usually like pretty brutally sad at least it was for me uh and then you they basically say like all right i'm good to go and you give them a hug and then they kind of like float up and turn into a weird beam of light and then they're just gone and it's weird because you can't get rid of their house on the boat so like there is an element of like you have to try to build the houses in a certain way that like everything can fit like tetris style you can move them around and stuff so it's not that big a deal but sometimes you might have to upgrade your boat to fit more so you can't get rid of those houses so they're just there as a constant reminder that like this thing was there and now it'll never be back so that's Mm -hmm. a huge bummer um and when they do that weird flowers grow in their house called spirit flowers and then you can pick one from each house and that allows you to like build other upgrades later on Mm -hmm. And outside of that, I don't know, like other than like gathering items and figuring out how to turn items into other items, there is like minimal platforming. It feels good to do, um, but none of it is like super demanding at all or anything. Right. Um, I've unlocked like three abilities. I can double jump. I can like when I'm in the air, I can hold the jump button to glide around a little bit. And I can also now use like uh, zip lines. Mm hmm. And I think there is at least one or two more for sure. And I know that there's at least five or six more animal spirits that I can get. It seems like the game's around 20 hours. So it does seem that way. Yeah. Um, so now like I have one, two, three, four, I have five people on my boat, which initially you mainly have three for a really long time. Um, and that seemed like much more manageable now that there's five. I like don't know who to focus on because they're always all asking for shit. Mm-hmm. Like now my frog man is like, can you make me fried chicken? It was like, I don't know how the fuck to make your fried chicken, dude. I don't even know where chickens are. Right. <laughs> and so like you just have to go around to new islands and uh, try to find that stuff. It gates your progress through ship upgrades like uh I just got the ability to break through ice so I can get through to, to new areas of the map. And now mm. I need to get the ability to break through rocks to get to, um, I think what I assume is the rest of the map. But then I'm, I also ran into an area that had heavy fog and I didn't see an upgrade that would help with that. So I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I am really liking it. I think that it has a lot of charm, especially in the conversation from the characters, Uh, I think that the trailers might make it seem like you're interacting with the animal people a lot more than you actually are. Like a majority of the gameplay is you moving around the boat and like trying to gather resources and stuff. Right. And going to islands and gathering resources. A lot of the animal interaction is basically just trying to keep them happy and then talking to them on occasion so that you get little bits of their story or whatever. Um, but it looks very pretty. Everything is like hand drawn and the animation is super slick uh, on PC. It runs at 120 frames a second. So it looks fucking just the best when it's in motion Wow. Um, on consoles. It is 60 frames a second, so it'll still look pretty good. But on the switch, it is 30, mm. um, which is fine. I think right. uh, especially with the hand drawn art style, it's just if you looked at 
videos of the different versions, you would definitely be able to notice. Um, I guess they're patching the Switch version to try to make it get up near 60, but then it won't run at a solid 60. So you might not want to do that because it'll be like hitching kind of weird or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, it is on everything. And I like I it costs, I think, 30 bucks. Yes. Uh, I would have paid that, but I already pay for Game Pass every month. So might as well. Yeah, might as well just go through with that. And I'm sure they get like, depending on how yeah, many they downloads, have to get, they probably get some money. So you're still supporting the the developer yeah, in yeah. some way. Um, and so that that's cool. I I I very much enjoyed it, and like this right. is a game that as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's for me. Uh, yeah, I that, will like I will like this <laughs> immediately. It's like, oh, that's a, that's a Manny game. Yeah, and so I am psyched. I can't wait to get the dog person so I can hug them. Do you think I will enjoy this game? That I don't know. Um, because I, I can't think of other games like it where you like the main crux of it is collecting resources like this. Right. I don't I don't know what Forager was like, I guess. Uh, Forager was much more action based. Okay. Because it's one of those things where it's like, I just like enjoy collecting things for the sake of collecting things so right. that I can collect more things. And like, and yet you don't like open world games. I know. And that's, <laughs> that's what's weird. It's, there's just something about like, Oh, I'm upgrading this place. Yes. That makes me like things for some reason. And yep. so like, I, I like seeing the boat build up and I like seeing more people on it and things mm. like that. It's num it's seeing numbers go up and yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if you'll like it, but I mean, it's on Game Pass, so it's not like it'll be a huge loss if you try it out and you don't really like it very much. I have it downloaded. I just haven't had a yeah. chance to, to play it. I have seen most people really liking it, and it reviewed pretty well, like mostly eights and nines yes. uh, from a lot of outlets. But I have also seen people being like saying that they think it's too slow or they really don't like it. Uh, or maybe that's like more shallow than they thought it was or something. Mm-hmm. Um, which I could see that if you were expecting something that was a lot more, but this is what it is, is I think about exactly what I was expecting from it. Right. Um, I could see people, maybe some people going in expecting a little bit more story focus, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, it, it sort of has story, like a overarching story because you don't know why you Stella was made the spirit fairer and things like that. Right. I'm not saying it doesn't have it. Oh yeah. I'm just I'm just saying, like, I, it sounds like there's m- there's a lot more gameplay than I was expecting there to be, I guess. Is what yeah, I'm definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, one cool thing that I, I didn't realize is um, that game. Tell me why mm-hmm. that's coming. That's coming out next week. I think next Friday. Yeah, I, I think kinda, the first episode comes out next Friday. But like, I don't know how you like you, and it's like the episodes. But I don't know if you realize this. Like, each episode is just going to be the next week. It's just oh, really? Yes, it's episode one to August twenty seventh. Episode two is September third, and then episode three is September tenth. Oh, that's actually awesome. So that was one that I was, you know, I wanted to check out, but then I was like, oh, it's yeah. episodic. But now that I like I discovered that that this week it's just three episodes and all three episodes will be out within you know week of each other. I'm <laughs> definitely going to be checking that game out now. Yeah. And so the last thing I wanted to mention about Spirit Fair is not something mm-hmm. that I got to test out, but um, if you want to play it with someone, I guess someone can be Stella and the other person can be a cat. Oh, the cat. They don't say that in the game anywhere. 
So uh, a lot of people found out about it because they would have a second controller plugged in and the game would like zoom out super far Mm -hmm. and not let them do certain things. So they were like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, And it turned out that they were accidentally activating the co-op mode. Mm. And so I don't necessarily know how much the second player can do, but that is something that people have been doing and enjoying, it seems like. So Mm. that's cool. Uh, but yeah, that's that's unfortunately all the games we've been playing because I'm still making my way through uh, Gears and um, yeah, Gears Tactics and Ghost, which that's I'm almost okay. I'm almost done with Gears at this point. But mm. I've just been you know taking things slow this summer, you know, just kind of enjoying stuff. I kind of wanted to play Battletoads a little bit, oh, just yep. so that I could talk about it because I don't think i will beat that game or enjoy it very much uh but it doesn't have local or it doesn't have uh online co-op oh interesting. it's lo- lo- local only <laughs> that seems uh ill which i think is hilarious because streets of rage 4 the exact same type of game does have that mm-hmm. and this is a microsoft published game <laughs> that came out during covid yeah so people are but very upset about that. I, I don't know if you should be upset <laughs> about this game in any way. I don't know. I mean, people used to like Battletoads. That's fine. But I'm just saying, like, you probably shouldn't be upset about this game. I want to play it because I haven't read any of the reviews or anything. And I, in my head, I imagine it to be, like, weirdly edgy. Like, trying to be super edgy. And like cool and extreme. People are saying it's funny. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I would love to boot that up and be like, "Oh, this is actually pretty good." Like, I would love that situation. Uh, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I don't either, but I would love that. I think I will like Streets of Rage Four, which is also on Game Pass right now. So, I mean, I like Streets of Rage One, Two, and Three. So, mm-hmm. who knows? But, Did you like? Yeah, that's all one? I got. Dead Streets of Rage Four. I don't know yet. You didn't play it? No, not yet. I downloaded it. I did not try it though. Yeah, that's. I tried it. Did you not like it? I don't like beat 'em ups. Mm, okay. So, so you're not gonna like fucking Battletoads then? Probably not. No. No, I would say a hundred percent no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because it does it even by review standards. It seemed like Streets of Rage Four was received better than this. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's all I have at this moment. Yes, which, but as we said, in a couple of weeks, uh, Tony Hawk's coming out, and then then all the video games yeah. are coming out, and we'll be much more excited about stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, people say the demo of that Tony Hawk is pretty dope. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, yes, I. I am very excited. I am getting very excited as well. It's really funny. They only had two songs in that demo, and one of them was Superman by Goldfinger. Like I they know they what had, they're doing. No, I think they had four. It might have been depending on what version you play, because when I watched Jeff play it, it only had two songs. That's weird. It seemed like I yeah. definitely heard the demo at four. Interesting. Which I knew Superman was one of them. So yeah, but that's funny. Like they yes. know what's happening. Oh they, yeah, they know. Definitely, they know. So. Are you ready to move into part three and my secret topic of the week? I am ready for your secret topic. Um, I thought it would be fun to have a little conversation about next gen. Okay. Uh, just kind of like, just kind of, just talking about some stuff. Uh, I wanted to start out with a rumor that started this week. I would have put it in the the news, but I just figured it fit better here. Yeah. And the rumor is 
uh, release dates and also prices. I don't know if you saw. Okay, I did not see this. No. Okay. Uh, the rumor is the Xbox Series Series S, the S is in Sam, mm-hmm. is releasing November fifth, and it's going to be three ninety nine. Okay, reasonable. Uh, uh, the Xbox Series X, the like XX Ray, is releasing November sixth, so the day after, and it's going to be four ninety nine. I would accept four ninety nine. Why would it release the day after? I don't know, and I think okay. that's very interesting. That seems stupid. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> so we're on the that, same page. That, I, that's just the rumor that I saw. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the PS five is going mm-hmm. to release November thirteenth, so a week later, mm-hmm. and it's going to be four ninety nine. Okay. And then the digital version is going to be three ninety nine really Uh, see okay so that was my thing is i wondered if the digital version would be a full hundred dollars cheaper or not because in reality a disk drive costs fucking nothing it's everything man but i mean like in the grand scheme of things like if i wanted to buy a cd drive for my computer it costs like twenty dollars so like that's where that seems crazy to me that it would be a hundred dollar difference. I like I, I, that's what I expected, but I would have guessed that they would have done fifty or something. If that is my true, running you know theory, I mean? they want you to get that version because it's a hundred dollars less. But then you can only buy things digitally. True, and that's where they're going to make a lot more money because then, like every game you buy, they're going to get a piece of it. That's so, true. So there's no more used. So like selling it. Even like even at a loss, I think they'll make more money in the long run. That actually does make sense. You are correct with that. I always forget about that they take a larger well, they take a larger cut from online stuff. Yes. Uh, so that does make sense. Um, I'm more uh, curious. But yeah, Four ninety nine is definitely what I expected it to be at yes. for those two things. I hope it does come out the thirteenth because doesn't that mean that I can just play Cyberpunk on it? Um, uh, let me look when cyber. I think I think it comes out the nineteenth of November. Yes, nineteenth of November. Hell yeah, I would be so on board with that. Oh my god, Yakuza like a dragon. I believe is the week after. Yeah, and like, let's go. I'll take it. And then Assassin's Creed is around that time. And like a dragon. Oh no! Probably okay. Okay. Like a Dragon is releasing November 13th. Okay. So what I think is cool about Like a Dragon is because it's been out in Japan for so long, the PS5 cool patch will probably already be made. Oh, yeah. For for the US I mean, version. I think there's a good chance there's a reason. If this rumor is true, that makes complete sense that it would release the same day as the PS5. It does. And I, you know what? <laughs> Who cares about PS5 games, baby? That's what I care about. Uh, yeah. You can just call because that a PS5 game. I can, because if, if that patch, in theory, would be out that day, and that would make total sense. I would yeah. love that. Nothing more than that. Would that be your second favorite launch title of all time? Probably, yeah. Because like, I, I don't think it beats Breath of the Wild, which was also technically yeah. a Wii U, Wii U game. game. Yeah. So. so, like, hell yeah. That's, that would just be disgustingly great. And then oh, if I yeah. could also play Cyberpunk like that, like, mm, let's go. <laughs> and you're forgetting about the best one of all what spider-man oh spider-man is true yeah that's exciting 
Yes. Very, very exciting. Yes. Uh, but then I just, I so like that rumor, I'm hoping this is true. Because I was mm-hmm. telling you, I was expecting like $700. Yeah, I didn't think that. I, the only reason crazy. why is because like if it's $499 and they're both $499 and $399, why aren't they announcing it? Like uh, that's what I I don't know. That's what I I'm saying. Like half of their mar- mo- not half, most of their marketing of these things has been so bizarre. <laughs> because like, like when fucking Sony's huge reveal at CES was to put out the PS5 logo. Like what the fuck are you doing over there? Uh, yeah, that was that. But like I just think like 4.99. I'm just like okay, that's good. Like I yeah, I know, like let, let's let's get it. I know the PS4 was. 399 but the ps4 was also like technologically behind mm-hmm. where these like these these consoles are going to be like pushing like some of the better pcs out there so mm-hmm. i mean if you can get like a pretty basically get a pretty good pc for 499 i mean like if you wanted to you could buy a series x and a ps5 for a thousand dollars which is still less than what you would get to get like a higher on pc anyway yeah uh, so I, it, it just seems like an insanely good deal. I assume you're going to go the, the 499 PS five and you would not go the digital route. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you're still a physical guy. I gotta have them. I probably would go the, the physical, even though I'm, I've kind of moved more digital with everything, but like if I get that physical version, then I could borrow games from you if I ever wanted as well, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is exactly what Sony doesn't want people doing. Yeah, <laughs> as we discussed about the digital stuff. So, yeah, which you know, I, I don't know. Like, there's something I I still feel better having discs for some reason. I, I, I just like it. I get it. the yeah. the other the the other thing I want to talk about before we kind of move into the rest of it is like, mm-hmm. what's the Series S? I would assume that it is the same thing, isn't it? That is the digital version of the the ps5 you think it's just going to be digital only not streaming i know we've talked about this before but like yeah i I feel like i would i would guess that it's digital only because like if it was streaming i don't think it would be four hundred dollars because there's no No. reason to sell sell that for four hundred dollars if it's a streaming box like that's going to have some decent stuff in it so the rumor that surfaced a couple weeks ago seemed to also suggest that it would be slightly less powerful Mm mm-hmm which that to me doesn't really make that much sense, but I, I don't know. So it could be digital only and slightly less powerful. Right. Which I mean, slightly it, I'm guessing the series S will still be more pow- powerful than the Xbox one X. Oh, it would, it would have to be. Yeah. So like, even then, like it would still be more powerful than like currently the most powerful console out there right now. So, yeah. Um, which I mean, like in that case, if you wanted to buy those two versions, it'd only be eight hundred dollars that you're spending. Which actually, like, that's that's a pretty good deal, I would say. Yeah, that's not the worst thing. No, because there are definitely going to be people who are going to buy them by both day one. I will probably spread it out a little bit because I already spent money on a TV this year, so I don't want to yeah. spend like over a thousand dollars in electronics this year. So the thing that excites me the most about this that I didn't think about beforehand is that because there will be a digital only skew of the PS5 and the disc version, I will have a better chance of getting the disc version you... before it sells out on Amazon. 
do you think that's the case or do you think more people are going to go to that and then like the only thing left will be the the crappier version kind of like the wii u where you got stuck with the eight gigabyte i did and wii so u. like that's what i am upset about is that i would just buy the digital version yes, if i couldn't get the other one and so then i would be forced to become a digital boy so uh, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing to happen I th- I think you would then sell that digital version and buy a physical. I mean, probably, but still, I I just like I want to have those. Like, I just yes. want to have that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would just want the console. But I, yeah, I they said they were going to announce it beforehand, like when they're going up for pre order and stuff like that. So I I have faith that I will probably be able to get one. I, yeah, I, it, I will make sure that I am available to click the Amazon button. <laughs> so who knows? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm very hopeful I can get one. Uh, that's that's all I'm going to say. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, is there anything that you're really kind of hopeful for this like upcoming generation? Personally, uh, I. God, I hope games at least run at 60 frames a second, bare minimum. I have that right written down. 60 frames <laughs> per second becomes a standard. It has to this time. Like, it has to. I know it, dep- it depends on the game, too, right? Like, sometimes you can have 30 frames a second, but the game can be super high fidelity. Right. Right. So I it mean, just, like, looks incredible. But I I think that now with the where the hardware is at, I think 60 should be the minimum. I mean, like, because, like, I think Uncharted's only 30, and you're like, yeah, that's fine for... for yeah, it's fine, of- but it also, that's what allows them to do the wild sh- yes. graphical shit that they do, right? But now they can just do that. So I think games should, should be able to hit 60 now, bare minimum, but I mean... <laughs> who knows yeah because like you know naughty dog's just gonna be like but we could have even better looking games. it's like oh now we just have true 4k <laughs> textures and it's like no we don't need that it's fine <laughs> damn it <sighs> but yeah so i would that's one of my main hopes mm-hmm. are I you think. are you excited about the one aspect where you can like pause sus- or like suspend multiple games at once Yes, because I often recently find myself like bouncing turning around. on my PS4 and being like, oh, fuck, I was in the middle of this mission in this game or whatever, but I wanted to like you guys wanted to play something else or something, right? right? Like, and so it's like, oh, I can't just jump into Fall Guys because I'm in the middle of this fucking Ghost of Tsushima mission. So like I, that would be helpful for me, I think. My one concern is that'll be very helpful now. Mm-hmm. But you know, by the end of the generation, they're going to be pushing games to the point where they're like using every little piece of the hardware. Mm-hmm. And so my guess is there's going to be a point where you're just going to, it's going to be like the only way you can run this game. Like I'm talking like at the end of like the next gen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be a case where you're like, you can't suspend games. It, like well, otherwise I mean, like, like frame rates uh, crash and stuff like that. That's my guess. Right. I mean, that shit happens now. Well, that's like, I mean. like if you fucking some games, you try to push the PS button. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The menu chugs like a motherfucker. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, that used to happen on PS3 all the time. That was bad. So I, yeah, I, I, I mean, you're probably correct in that. I would hope that they would be able to like, (laughs) see, and then, so like, that's another weird thing is 
how do those suspends work? Because if it's like a PC, you don't want many things to be suspended because it's using up resources that could be put towards the game you're playing. And that's exactly what I was saying. Like, and I, yeah, so like, I mean, especially at the end of a thing, but like, if I have like six games paused, like, am mm-hmm. I going to actually want that to be the case or I think, is it just going to run like dog shit? I think six is pushing. It is pushing it. I mean, I it, realistically, it would probably be two, right? But uh, maybe three. Maybe. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I don't expect it to be a ton, but like, I I bounce around between a couple different games, and yeah, it would be great to not have to go through the the initial load stuff and just kind of like mm-hmm. s- going into the game's menu and stuff. Yeah, that'd be fantastic for me. Yeah. Um. So I am very excited about that. Um. I'm also excited about just like more backward compatibility. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Like the thing that I am curious about, though, is will I just be able to download all of my digital PS4 games onto the PS5 right away? That's a good question. I can tell you with confidence you will be able to do that with the Xbox. The PlayStation, it's been much more muddy. Yeah. So like that's the thing that bothers me is like I have a lot of digital games because like a lot of indie games only come out digitally so like i would love to be able to download those and just like have them there you know what i mean or a handful of like multiplayer games right and so yeah i I don't know uh but yeah i mean like i have to imagine like the sony stuff will absolutely be backwards compatible to the point where like you should be able to put in your uncharted 4 disc and it'll just run on the ps5 yes i have i to would imagine. i it has to be able to <laughs> I, that. I have to imagine that's going to to be there so like this the pl- places where it gets like weird is things that have like licensed music in it and stuff like that because that stuff gets weird on the pc now yes and that's just like so weird to me in general where like and I think that comes down to like why you like physical because mm-hmm. you still own that. So you like, there's no issues of downloading it and you have that disc and you know, you can play it. Yeah. Like the one that is famous that is still upsetting to people is the Scott Pilgrim beat em up game for PS3 and 360. Uh, even the creator of Scott Pilgrim is mad about that one. <laughs> like that game has really amazing pixel art. The chiptune band that does our theme song Anamanaguchi did the soundtrack and it's amazing. And like that game is super fun mm-hmm. and people really liked it. It's basically just river city ransom with Scott Pilgrim characters and universal licensed it for the movie. And they also technically had the rights to the game. So when they lost those rights, they delisted it. And that game is just in like weird limbo and you can't actually re-download it anymore right so i still have that on my ps3 because i loved that game and was never going to delete it but like you can't get that game again and so like that's the kind of stuff that it scares me about it is because it's just like oh i literally could if i got rid of this like there's no possible way for me to get it and play it again i thought there was like something where like they're trying to get it back I don't know. There's been a lot of articles about it recently. Like I mean, it's like been yes. cropping up recently. The saying like, oh, remember this? And it's like, yes, I remember this. The, the fucking character select music is my ringtone and my alarm I wake up to every day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the director, Edgar Wright, is working on bringing back the game. So Okay. 
because literally the creator of scott pilgrim brian leo malley tweeted about it recently and he's like yeah what the fuck is up with this and i was like classic good stuff yes uh I, I knew like and that was august 13th so like i knew like very yeah. recently it was just talked about how they are trying to bring it back because like i would buy it again now even though i already own it on ps3 right. like i like that game enough and played it four player co-op a bunch mm. of times like i love that game so i also love scott pilgrim i have all of them the originals and the color versions so big fan um now one thing that started this generation is crossplay. I have to imagine that's going to become a bigger thing in the future. It just really has to. <laughs> I, it just, like there's there's literally no excuse now other than because like I I saw EA for FIFA the new FIFA they're definitely not doing crossplay and that just comes down to they want you to buy multiple versions of the game. Yeah, and like stuff like that sucks. Yeah, but like I have to imagine as more and more companies do it, because even Call of Duty is crossplay now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just going to get to a point where like the companies that don't do it are just going to get like so much pressure that they're eventually going to crumble. I have to imagine crossplay just becomes the norm a few years into this next generation cycle. I mean, now that Sony caved it uh, yes. in theory should be the norm. Now it like, should start starting off, but like, it seems like uh, there's a few like EA who just are not ready to do it for whatever. Mm-hmm. Reason. But I mean, like if Activision is doing it, like, yes, you gotta follow that train. Cause like Activision is never on the spear of anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that, that one is, that's the one that just seems the most bizarre to me is like, yeah, when it's call of duty, like they know right. that you'll be more likely to play more call of duty. If you can play with any one of your friends who, even if they have a different console, like it just, mm-hmm. it makes better sense for most developers outside of like EA, mm-hmm. which also who the fuck is buying multiple versions of FIFA? Uh, if you're like, Hey, well, like there's some people that's all they play. No, I know, but like in what reality are they going to be like, oh yeah, I can have my stuff on the PS4 version, but like to play with my friends, I will play the Xbox. Well, there's also PC. I guess PC, but in that case, like you at least need to have like cross progress. I will. I I don't think you do because like I think most people just like have their. See, I. <sighs> Well, but like, think about Ultimate stuff. Team, right? And how yes. into Ultimate Team people get like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, that just seems I, to like one of those things where you would want the progress to at least carry over. See, I don't think I. my guess would be that like people playing Ultimate Team probably aren't, mm-hmm. but it would be the ones that are playing like the teams. Mm. But then like, again, like you're you're so pressured to like, that's all you're pretty much allowed to play or those like to play with your team. And like, that's why I just had to stop doing it because it's like, guys, I want to play other games. And then like, you're just getting harassed constantly about like, (laughs) you should play club. And it's, it it eventually just kind of wore on me to the point where I just stopped playing NHL. But I, I, yeah, I it's, it's to a point where like, we're still like, we grew up with it to the point Mm -hmm. where like, we're just kind of like used to like, if you have a PlayStation and your friends have an Xbox, you're SOL deal with it. But like, Mm -hmm kids have been playing Fortnite. like one has a switch one's on playstation one's on pc and one's on xbox they've been doing that for years now 
and so like they they're not going to understand why like why can't i play with my friends on Fortnite, but not in fifa that doesn't make any sense to me well yeah and like it, it just at this point it doesn't make sense anymore because right. even the, the two biggest games in the world, Fortnite and Minecraft, are cross-platform in that way. And even well, Rocket- ex- except for except for the Java version on PC, but like all the other ones are made to be able to play together with all consoles and Rocket League too, right? Call of Duty is huge. I mean, like yeah, yeah. yes, absolutely. Like I- at this point, unless you're a small indie developer and like netcode is notoriously hard to do and very expensive yeah. and stuff, and like. Well, other than Epic's weird thing that they were doing where they were offering their online tools to everyone now. Right. It's it, it just like outside of that, if you're a AAA developer and your game isn't crossplay, like at this point, my response is, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially with like, did they do you know if the Avengers game is going to be crossplay or not? I would assume not because of the Spider-Man thing, but I don't I... know. Don't know. I didn't look that up. One aspect I could see, like why you wouldn't is something like siege just because like the pc okay so is... like those those things i do get but usually they can make like a separate hopper and I was multiplayer gonna... where they're like do you want to play with people mm-hmm. that are on pc or yes. just mobile i was because they s- do that in fortnite i was gonna say do you like you just like opt out of like playing against pc people because you could do that in street fighter yeah uh mm-hmm. Because like Street Fighter Five had crossplay, but it was just PC and PlayStation, just because PlayStation was like a par- partial publisher with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, let me look up and see. It will Avengers have crossplay? Because like to me, a lot of games are becoming more games as a service type thing, and like so, Destiny does it now, right? And that's multi-platform in that way and cross progress, but. Yeah, I like to me, especially games like that now need to have at least cross progress, especially if they're going to make you buy another fucking copy of that game, because that is another one where it's like, oh, you're getting all this gear on this character and like making them good. Like you're not just going to be like, aha, yes, let me buy the other one and start from scratch. Like it just I I don't know. Okay, Uh, Marvel's Avengers does not support crossplay or cross cross progression between any of the three platforms the good news is when the game releases on ps5 and series x you'll be able to play with your friends on ps4 or xbox one so like so like you can you're if you have a ps5 you can play with your ps4 friends manny fuck dude see like that just especially from a company as big as square like that to me seems insane i everything about this game seems bungled so this one i'm just like i'm not surprised and so like i guess i mean i can't give them a free pass because i've seen what that game looks like and i i don't know man mm-hmm. there's a lot about that game that seems bizarre but <laughs> I, I i i just like i feel like especially when games start coming out on the next gen consoles like i i personally feel very strongly that they just they should be crossplay like all the time i'm not arguing with you I'm no just... i know i'm just saying <laughs> yeah I, square enix is arguing with me and so is ea and that's fucking crazy i i something tells me the ea is a stubbornness not wanting ea to fucking it. just sucks in that kind of way so i mean yeah definitely i'm not sold they know how to do it square enix <laughs> do they know how to do multiplayer they they do know how to do crossplay because ps4 can crossplay with the pc on um final fantasy 14 okay there's just something about this game where i just have a zero faith in anything <laughs> doing, so 
I mean, same. So I <laughs> like, sure. To the point where you won't even try the beta. I don't even want to try the beta. I will not do it. I don't even because, okay. So it comes out the same day as Tony Hawk. Like if I really like this beta, am I going to be like, Hmm, which one am I going to play? The one that I thought looked like shit or the one that I know is amazing. And I loved as a child, like I'm going to play Tony Hawk. Yeah. But like, if, if you like it, you'll be more inclined to, to play. No, it. I will love Tony Hawk more than it. No matter what. Probably. Yeah. But I, I see. I have to at least. I have to try it and know how boring it is. That I need to know. That's fair. That. I like. I, my brother's probably going to try the beta. So like, I'll, I'll hear from you. I'll hear from mm-hmm. him. Like, I'll, I'll see. I don't know. And it's been getting really mixed results, right? Like people. Some people are like, oh, it's like fun and that weird brain dead kind of way. And other mm-hmm. people are like, this blows. Right. Why are Why is this a game? I, I, I my guess is I'll be in the camp of it's fine. Yeah, but it's just one of those cases where like this chunk of September to November is going to be an amazing chunk of video games. And I'm not going to spend $60 on that when I have so many other games I want to play. I already spent $60 on the Fast and the Furious Crossroads. Mm -hmm. I can't I can't buy this game, too. You can. You can. I can't. I can't. I I know you can, but like I'm. I'm not going to pressure you because I'm not going to, I probably won't buy it either. Yeah. But like I, my curiosity and it's free. I'll definitely give uh, the Avengers beta a try at least. Yeah. Um, kind of getting back to what we were talking about. Um, subscription services. Do you think we're going to see more subscription services from like individual publishers? God, I hope not. Uh, I do think we will, but I really hope not. Because like EA has one, mm-hmm. Sony Ubisoft has, has one, uh, which I actually have Ubisoft written down here. Which Sony has theirs. I don't really expect Sony to do much more than what they're already doing with PlayStation now. Do mm-hmm. you? Uh, they have been like trying to put a lot more games on it. They have Sony. been, but I don't think they're going to go the Xbox route of like all like like f- first day playstation exclusives are on you know like day one type of thing. oh no i don't either especially because all of their first party games are like single player narrative games mm-hmm. they want you to pay for that shit yes absolutely i and they know people will so yeah i, I so i don't think it'll ever come close to like game pass but then no. like ubisoft i think it's ubisoft plus or something like that uh do you expect that to come to consoles or do you think that'll just stay on pcs only I think it would come to consoles. I mean, why wouldn't it? I guess from their perspective. I kind of wonder if like Xbox and Sony aren't allowing it because like, I don't think. I don't know because isn't EA access available on consoles? It's uh, available on Xbox. I don't think it's available on Mm. PlayStation. Interesting. And that's just, yeah. So like that, that I don't know because uh, so I like game pass a lot. Yes. And what, what I feel, I I feel like it would be the same thing that happened with uh, movie and TV streaming services. It's like now there's just this weird war for content of like, Oh, NBC made their streaming service. And so like now they're not offering the NBC stuff to other streaming services and so like now you just got to pick and choose all these fucking streaming services depending mm-hmm. on what you more want to watch instead of trying to get it all in one place where like game pass to me is like what netflix used to be basically you know what i mean where it had like all the shit that you wanted right or it, well, i mean not necessarily that much stuff but like it, 
it has like a hundred or more games on it that are all pretty good and recent new games come out on it. So and and they and Xbox has been good about going after indies and they mm-hmm. actually have enough studios where they're just consistently putting something on there. Yeah, so I mean at the bare minimum even if the third party stuff and indie stuff dried up for them their first party stuff would be enough for a lot of people because it's they just have a wide array yes. of things and now because they have so many more studios they will in the future have even more than what they have now. Yeah, yes. So like that makes sense. Yeah, but it's just one of those things where I feel like video games might've gotten into this too late because if you're already someone who's paying for like two or three streaming services, are you really going to come into video games and be like, Oh, well I'll get Ubisoft and DEA's thing. Like, no. Well, maybe if you're the type of person that's like, I buy one game a month, that's $60. If you were to divvy that $60 up into four or five subscription services, like, and you're spending essentially the same money, but now you're getting access to a lot more games. Like I could see people doing that. I guess I don't, maybe it's just be, well, I haven't recently, but maybe it's just because I buy more games than all, most people do. Yeah. Cause like, I'm thinking like Scott, he's like, he seems like the type that buys like one a month and then just like really dives deep into that one game for mm-hmm. that month. And also like, just, yeah, I, I mean like I, I could absolutely see it, but I'm more like you where I do buy a lot more games and stuff. So I, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I also don't really have a Netflix or Hulu or any of that stuff. So. Like I, the only one that I currently subscribe to is Disney plus and I get Netflix because my mom has Netflix and right. I am, have Hulu because someone I know let me use their Hulu mm-hmm. when I let them use my Disney plus. So like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I pay for sling, mm-hmm. but that's cause I need wrestling and hockey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so but yeah, I don't really watch anything else for that. But yeah, uh, I I just have a feeling we're going to see more subscription services. And... Yeah, I do, too. And I that's a bummer to me, at least, because most publishers don't have enough, like a large enough offering, I feel like, to make it worthwhile a lot of the time. I feel like Ubisoft's is like twelve or fifteen dollars a month, which I think is mm-hmm. kind of too expensive. But then yeah. you have like EA Play, where it's thir- you can just pay thirty dollars and it's for the year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's I mean, like I could do that. Like, yeah, and so like that that makes sense. And since they're new games, you can play a little bit earlier on yes. it and stuff like that. Like that could work for people. But yeah, fifteen dollars a month is. I don't, I don't know. Like that's pretty expensive for a service like that. And yes. if you're going to release like three or four games a year. It, it, and so the thing that's weird about a lot of them is they don't usually go super deep into the back catalog either. I will say with the Ubisoft, it does. And the other thing okay. is you get access to all their DLC. Oh, that is interesting. Where like Xbox, they have you pay. Yeah. And then like, they want you to buy that DLC and stuff. So like, for for like the Ubisoft, you get basically everything with the game, and like they do have quite the backlog. Uh, yeah. Which I mean, Ubisoft releases enough games. Like if you play a lot of Ubisoft games, it could absolutely be worth it. But as of right now, you just have to have like a pretty good PC to make it worth it. And neither of us have that, so yeah. Um. Uh, 
Another thing that I'm kind of interested in is the UI. Um, yes. So did you see Microsoft announced like a couple days ago that this fall, the Xbox one will be getting a new UI and then it's just going to be the same UI between the two. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did see that, which I don't expect it to be a huge update. Uh, no, where I do expect PlayStation five to look very different. I, you know, a lot of people seem to not like the UI of the PS4. I am totally okay with it. Um, I don't like how they advertise certain things. And like when you go into like the video stuff, especially mm. like they have, you can't like move any of that stuff around because it's all like sold the yeah. placements. So like going to YouTube, you have to go like really far down and it's like, God, this is such a pain. I would like, more customization with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But one thing I have done that has made the PS4 like so much better is I just took all the games that I have and just stuck them in one folder. Mm. And so then I just turn on my PlayStation 4 and then I just go to my games folder, which is always like basically right at the beginning. And it's just so much easier just going in there and then I can just find my game whatever I want to play almost instantly. So. Yeah. So like I, I don't use the video stuff on the PS4 ever. Probably. Really? Well, you have so, a 4k TV, like a smart TV. So yeah. And I, I, so I cast stuff or I just use my laptop for most things, but cause I have my laptop hooked up to the TV at all times as well. Right. Just for that purpose, which um, I didn't have that before. So I was using the PlayStation four for that a lot. Yeah, and yeah. that was just like a humongous pain. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't, I, a lot of people seem to hate the thing that like the most recent games you've played are like closer to the beginning. And like, I'm okay with that. It doesn't really bother me because usually if something that? is like five or six away, I haven't played it in a long time and probably am not going to. Well, exactly. Like you're more likely to play what you're currently playing. Aren't you? Well, yeah. And then like, also, if you just go to the library, everything is there alphabetically anyways, and you can just choose it from there or do you what know I... the alphabet do what I did and you can literally just put everything in a folder and then you can kind of move stuff around in that folder. However, whatever placement you want. Yeah. And so like, I, I don't mind the UI, but I, mm-hmm. it does seem like they are going to try to go for some grand change. I just, I wonder if it will be how much, like what, what is, what does an ideal UI look like? Because it's still probably going to be the same type of weird cross media bar. Yeah, I would be fine if it stayed like that. I would just like it to be a little faster. Okay, that's fair. Because, like, I do, like, but my I have, like, the old PlayStation, and I've had this for five years. And yeah. it is, it's definitely moving a little slow now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how your pro is doing, but. Uh, mine is fine, but I. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I also rebuild the database regularly because sometimes it, well the store fucks up for me a lot, but that's yeah. because oh, of my yeah. PlayStation, I believe. Yeah, I would like the store to be much more responsive. Oh, the I I can never complain about the store on PS4 because I fucking I bought so many things on the PS3 store and that shit was a garbage nightmare. The PS3 store is one of the worst user interfaces I've ever experienced in anything ever. And then it already ran like shit and then they updated it and it ran even worse. Oh my God. The PS3 store. Why? I'm not a huge fan of the switch store. 
the switch door at least runs fine it runs fine i guess there's just so much clutter on there there is and there's like no way to properly curate it and the <laughs> no, search fucking no. sucks ass that's where like my issue is it's just like oh my god i have to wade through so much shit like i have had multiple occasions where i know the game i want is out mm. and i will search for it and it's not the top <laughs> result when i search yeah. exactly for the title and i'm like what are, what are we doing here <laughs> But yeah, no, they all kinds of just absolute yeah, trash right. comes out on the Switch every week. So it, you're right. Mm-hmm. The curation of that store is abysmal. But and it's yeah. and like the sales, because I, I sometimes I just stop checking the sales on the Switch because they have it, it just looks like a Steam source sales mm-hmm. where yeah. and there's just too many games. And then they have like the bigger games that people would care about, like way too far down. And it's like, what is this sorting in order? It, it, it's. <laughs> What Nintendo's doing with that store is bizarre. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I wouldn't expect it to be good, though. No, unfortunately. <laughs> we have to expe- expect certain things from Nintendo. The Wii U store was fine because there were six things on it. Also, the Wii and the Wii U had great music. So They did, yes. This one doesn't... It's. I mean, it's okay. It's fine. You know, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But like the Wii store was like, oh, I love the Wii shop, shop channel. Music. Yeah, yeah. So usually at work when we have to test an AV system, mm-hmm. we will go to the <laughs> Wii shop channel video and blast it. Because why not, right? Why not? Yeah, it's a good test. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, One quick thing that I want to see is no more load screens. And yeah, I so... I don't think that's necessarily possible. I don't think we so. Are, but like we are closer than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because the amount of data that these hard drives, at least in the PS5, can push out is hilariously large. So I, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's like 60 gig a second or some crazy bullshit. Mm-hmm. So like they definitely will be able to do that. I think in most PS4 games, they will be almost to be able to be entirely eliminated. Yes. Uh, the uh, one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was going to say the one weird thing that I see all the time are people complain about like the the like masked loads load screens mm-hmm. where like characters do certain things to, like in their like, you know, like the a cave kind of narrows where someone kind of moves slowly through it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I see complaints about that. And I'm like, you do realize the alternative right now is you just sit at a black screen that just says loading for five seconds. Is that, I would have is, actually preferred that in Final really? Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Okay. The I, amount of times that you have to like squeeze through a fucking corridor, mm-hmm. it was just like, all right, are we, is this real life? Like I would have, in that game especially, I would have rathered they just had a more open area with loading screens. Mm, interesting. Cause, like, I think but about, it really does depend on the game. I think about like Uncharted, I think they just do a fantastic job with that stuff where like you can clearly tell, but like it's just like this is better than the alternative. No, so in a game like Uncharted, I totally agree. But like Final Fantasy, it seemed like they designed the areas around it in a way that was like, what? Um, another yeah, one. Because like, I, though, I like the way they do it in Ghost of Tsushima. And another one is God of War did a great job with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I know you didn't care for the fast travel, the way they did that. 
Yeah, because well, just because when you realize that the running doesn't actually make a difference, you can just stand there and then the door will appear. That was weird. Yes, but at least it gives you something to do. It's basically an interactive load screen. It's kind of like with Assassin's Creed. I I love the Assassin's Creed load screens where you can just run around. You're not doing anything, but you can at least run around and move. Mm-hmm. It's better than like doing nothing, which I guess some people grab their phones and just kind of look at Twitter. Mm-hmm. I try not to like look at my phone when mm-hmm. I'm like watching stuff or playing games. I just kind of like to focus on one thing at a time, I guess. So, yeah, just just me. Um, and then the last thing before we get into the the final part that I have is I want to see more minorities and females as protagonists personally. I think that that has been like... That is definitely a trend that we're seeing. Mm -hmm. But I I still can't help but think about like Assassin's Creed or Mm -hmm. Ubisoft in general, where I don't know if you saw all the stuff that they were talking about where like uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, you were supposed to play as Aya. She was going to be the main character. Mm -hmm. And then because Ubisoft heads were like, we don't want to have a female protagonist. They started integrating um Bayek more and more into the story until he became the protagonist mm-hmm. uh same with assassin's creed odyssey it was supposed to be cassandra was supposed to be the main character until there was so much pressure from the higher ups that they had to incorporate both into the story yeah like that stuff sucks for and, sure but then like you you see the numbers and Two-thirds of the people who played Assassin's Creed Odyssey chose uh, Alexios, the male. Mm-hmm. And that was the wrong decision. Two-thirds yeah. of the people playing the game played it wrong, Manny. <laughs> and that's just because white male protagonists sell better. And, like, companies know this. Yeah, I, that... I mean, I like, right now in my head, like, that. it's weird because mm-hmm. we have... So many... Well, just we have biases in our brains that we yes. don't realize are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that plays a large role into it, which is also a problem with society and things like that. Sure. But I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like games that are coming out a little bit in the future. Like uh, Deathloop is mostly. Yeah. Like I, the, yeah. Like stuff like that or this new cool. Spider-Man, which I wanted the original Spider-Man to be Miles Morales. So, which he he played a part, and he did, yeah, he played a large role. And then, like Horizon, obviously, is uh, female, mm. and Hellblade was female, and they did, mm. uh, um, Uncharted, the most recent one, The Lost Legacy, yeah, was yeah. All Chloe female, and Nadine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Last of Us was all female. This, yeah. this game, uh, so like you're definitely seeing it a lot more, especially with like it seems like Sony's definitely a forefront is at this, um. Uh, but like I, I guess I just like you still play a lot more games as like a white protagonist, and I just mm. want to see more female protagonists and stuff. Because a lot of times when I have the choice, I've been just going female, just because I play as males so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I've mentioned this multiple times, but I really want the new Zelda game to be where you play as Zelda. Maybe yeah, not that for would the be whole. Really cool. Maybe not for the whole thing. Maybe you bounce back and forth or something, or maybe you can have the choice. I just don't know if Nintendo would do that. Because other than Metroid, do they have any female leads? Mm-hmm. I guess you could count Donkey Kong Country three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dixie was the lead in that, huh? Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I no, I can't. Th- I can't think of anyone really. Because like, no, Pe- I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Peach hasn't. Peach has had her own game, has she? Yeah, the one where she uses her emotions as a weapon. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's okay. a DS game. Sure. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but yeah, I, I think Samus is really the only one. and pe- But people have wanted to be able to play as Zelda forever. Uh, yes, they have. And so because this is technically a sequel, like I, I would assume that the way they're going to try to change up the gameplay is that you play as both. Yeah, like I, you switch back and forth, but I mean, we who knows what's happening? Yeah, I they will never talk about that game. I it's actually not coming out, it was canceled, and they're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> Man, the internet would freak out if that was oh, everyone would freak out like that. They can't do that now. You can't say that game is real and no, just no. cancel it. it. Like that same thing happened with Metroid, right? Like that's one where the, I'm sure they wish they could have canceled Metroid Prime 4, but they said it was happening, it's too mm-hmm. late. Well, yeah, and that's that's a weird because like what was retro working on for those five years that exactly. was that was scrapped. It's just yeah, very very interesting what's happening mm-hmm. over Earth there in Nintendo Land. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, I just kind of want to talk about like developers and uh, so I I just kind of picked just like Sony and Xbox here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. Uh, just for like the just because we're talking about basically the consoles anyways but i just think i think xbox is more interesting as i wrote down because you look at sony and insomniac we know they're going to make another spider-man and that and which gretchen and clank was announced but like we know what they're doing we know gorilla is doing horizon zero dawn and that's probably going to be a trilogy and i i could say the same thing about spider-man it's probably going to be a trilogy Mm. Sucker Punch is working on you know they're going to work on another Ghost of Tsushima mm. and, and it's probably going to be a trilogy. Do we know that? I come on, they're going to You don't think they're going to make another Infamous? No. I think what? I I think they should make another Infamous. I think they spent the last 6 years or however long making this engine and making this game. They're going to use these assets again to make another one. I guess, but it could just be an open world engine, you know what I mean? I I would guess that I, I guess it sold really well in Japan. I don't know. I And it sold really well here. It was like the best selling yeah. first. Like it was the best selling like original IP that Sony's ever had. Mm. Uh, and then like Sony Santa Monica. We know they're working on God of War 2. Oh, yeah. Which is like this is all exciting stuff. But like we pretty much know what Sony's doing. The mm-hmm. two big question marks is Sony Bend, which kind of who cares like are they gonna make it <laughs> are they gonna make a days are gone to or days gone to eh, you know it who, who cares if if they don't <laughs> who cares if they do who cares yeah uh, the only one that is kind of interesting is naughty dog mm-hmm. because i don't think they'll go right back into the last of us and i don't think they're gonna do uncharted so i think they're the ones who are going to have like a new ip they're going to make Jack X combat racing two just for me. I don't think they're going to do that. Well, that's what they're making. Now start the rumor here first. You heard it here first. Uh, you'd rather have that than a new IP. Mm, no, but I do really like Jack X okay. combat racing. So, I mean, like I'm pretty sure it was announced that they're doing a last of us multiplayer, but yes. like, I can't 
count that as like their next new big project. No. Um, how would you feel if they did a new IP and then they went back and did a last of us part three? Probably I don't want bad. them to make a last of us part three, but I would like for them to make a new IP. <sighs> they deserve it at this point. That's but just, I think they are making a Last of Us Part Three because Neil Druckmann said he wanted to do that. You think that'll be the next project, or do you think they'll do something new and then Last of Us Part Three? Mm, I would expect them to make something else first, I guess. See, I wouldn't mind. It. It's like at the end of every generation, we get a Last of Us. That would be okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because like it was seven years, and that was a good amount of time between the two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, like Uncharted 4 and The Lost Legacy had come out between them. So exactly. Like, sure. Um, where like Microsoft, I think they're just a little more interesting because like obviously 343 is going to work on Halo. Coalition has Gears and Turn 10 has Forza. Mm-hmm. But then you have like Playground who does the Forza Horizon, but then they're also doing Fable. Makes Fable, sure. And that's interesting. And then you have uh, Ninja Theory that just kind of bounces around and does all these different things. We know they're doing Hellblade 2, but you know they have multiple teams working on stuff. Yeah. So, like, I'm curious about what they're working on next. You have Rare, that's another one that just, like, they don't work on a lot of sequels and stuff anymore, it seems. It seems like they just kind of bounce around and do whatever they want. No, the want. game they're working on is that weird nature-ass game or whatever. After Wilds or, yeah, you know, like, Everwild. Everwild. Everwild, there you go. Uh, so, like, what are they going? What are they doing after, after Everwild? Maybe a banjo- What is Everwild? <laughs> like, that's, I don't know. What about Banjo-Kazooie Redui? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so, but we could hope. <laughs> Banjo uh, 3. Mm-hmm, 3E. <laughs> um, Obsidian's another one. Like, they're the one, they just constantly crank out new IPs. They better crank out an IP I want, is all I'm saying. I'm sure. Because fucking that game that they put out looks stupid, and Grounded? I'm mad about it. Yeah. Uh, people seem to like it. I don't care what they like, Ooh. it's not a RPG. <laughs> I mean, aren't you excited that they're doing something new? No, we deserve an Obsidian RPG funded by Microsoft. Well, this is my firm stance. Well, they have that one that they're making. They do. Uh, cuz they they last year they did um Outer Wilds mm-hmm. and and now they have that like basically Skyrim game. Yes. I have no idea what it's called. I cannot remember either. It was a very generic video game title. Yes. But like at least Obsidian like they're more interesting than anybody Sony has. I, like I probably like the Sony games more, but at least like we're getting like different things from Obsidian. And another yeah. one that we get these like just weird wacky IPs is um, Double Fine. And that's the one I care about the most, baby. The one I care about the most, we'll talk about in a bit, but or the one I'm most curious about, we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah, but like obviously, their Double Fine is making Psychonauts two right mm-hmm. now, right? But yes. because of the money they get from Microsoft, like Double Fine would always put out bizarre indie titles, right? Essentially, right? Like or like small fifteen twenty dollar games, like stacking Costume Quest, Costume Quest two, uh, Headlander. Uh, what was that mutant one recently? I can't remember. Is Namco it Headlander? Published. I was Headlander is a game. They definitely released one that was just like it it was No, Headlander was 2016. I'm thinking oh, what was it called? They it was just last year and it was like a, that roguelite. 
Yeah, that was the mutant one. I can't remember what it was called right now. Namco Bandai published that. Yeah, now I'm going to look that up while you're talking about Double Fine. Uh, um, so, like, they have always made bizarre games. Like, Stacking yes. is a game about Russian dolls, right? Mm-hmm. And they have always been, like, barely holding on. Like, even when they were making Broken Age with their Kickstarter, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it's one of those things where with the backing of Microsoft, like they don't have to worry anymore. They can do whatever. And they're also like really good about just getting games out. Like we'll just go from 2013. They're they've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 18 games from 2013 to now. Now, a lot of these are remasters and stuff, but like Mm -hmm. this is all stuff that uh, Xbox can just stick right on Game Pass and they can just help pad out and just like give Game Pass games until people are happy. Mm -hmm. Like you're pretty much guaranteed one game per year from Double Fine. Yeah. And the, they just do interesting stuff like no mm. two double fine games are like the same unless right. you count uh, costume quest costume quest 2 and psychonauts and its sequel right right but yeah they, everything is just weird and bizarre and even though yes. not all of their games are for me like they let people do their weird passion project like they let lee petty make headlander they i can't remember who stacking was but like they make these they let their people make these weird passion projects and now you and don't I, that's to, cool and now you don't have to take the risk of spending money on it to try it and you can yeah. try it risk-free and that's and exciting just, for you i just think that the fact that now double fine can do what it wants also mm-hmm. more or less risk-free is yes. the greatest thing ever like yeah let tim schaefer and his studio do whatever because mm-hmm. that's great for everyone i think yes uh the most but for me the most exciting and interesting developer is the initiative mm. because what are they working on i don't know because they are a new studio that was formed in 2018 and their their entire purpose is to basically rival Sony Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And the rumor is that they're working on a new per- perfect dark game. <laughs> oh, please. That can't be. That's the rumor. That's weird. Uh, Cause it's some sci-fi game that they're apparently working on. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, Oh, is it perfect dark? Either way, like they're called and get this a quadruple a studio manny oh fuck <laughs> that's one more a that is is so like <laughs> oh, it does God. seem like uh like microsoft is pouring a lot of money into this so I, uh, if i was microsoft i would not pour a lot of money into a perfect dark game but that's just me uh yeah but what if they make like this really cool single player experience yeah but like uh, who remembers the plot of perfect dark and perfect dark zero fucking no one it could be a reboot i guess it would have to be (laughs) to be interesting so i don't even remember the main character's name of perfect dark red-haired lady Uh... joanna dark i think is her name literally (laughs) it's a good name sure no i would i would love to see what a quadruple a game is Mm mm-hmm I, I yeah, I'm just kind of curious of like what they're doing because like as I said, they were formed to basically rival like some of like Sony's top dogs. Mm-hmm. So it's just like ooh, it'll be interesting to see what they're working on. Yeah. Um. 
even though I am definitely much more interested in Insomniac, Gorilla, Naughty Dog, Sony Santa Monica, I would even throw Sucker Punch in there at that point than mm-hmm. most of what Xbox is doing. But at least with Xbox, you know you're getting some interesting different stuff where like Sony, they're going to play it pretty safe and you're going to get a lot of sequels and stuff. Especially yeah. considering this generation, we already got a lot of new stuff. Because, like, you can technically count Spider-Man as a new franchise for Insomniac. Yeah, definitely. Gorilla has Horizon, which is new. Sucker Punch has Ghost, that's new. I would even say God of War is new just because of the way they rebooted it. Yeah. And it's a new fresh take. So they had a lot of new fresh takes in the PS4 era. And I think in PS5, we're just going to see continuations of that. I don't know how exciting that is. Um it's definitely not exciting, like new exciting stuff. But like, if you like that stuff, it's very exciting. Yeah, I mean, except for Naughty Dog, right? Like, unless they just go right into making The Last of Us Three, I think I Which, don't think they can make another Uncharted game. So I, unless I would play it, I. But like, the only way they could do it is no Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, they proved can work. I I would love a Cassie. Cassie would be cool. That would be cool. I would play one with his brother. Sam. Sam and uh, Sully, Sully, where yeah. they, they go off and do their own thing. Let's go. I, sure. Which, I mean, Who his knows? brother was in the, the other one, is the new one, anyways. Yeah, he was in Lost Legacy. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it, I, I, I'm, ex- I'm really excited about this upcoming generation. I don't know. I'm sure you will. No, I I am for sure. I can't wait. I fucking when I think about how long ago the PS4 came out, like Mm. it's old now, and I don't. I still in my brain don't think of it that way, but it it is pretty old now. Yeah, a lot's happened in the last seven years. Yes, it has. A lot has happened in the last seven years. Yeah, I feel like we're finally adults. Where I don't know if I could call myself an adult when we were. 22 23 oh i definitely could not <laughs> there so. i i remember last year um november i finally had the realization that i was like wait i'm an adult because <laughs> that's when i was like i can just say no to going to thanksgiving with my family i don't oh, have shit. to suffer through this <laughs> and then we went to denny's we did excellent <laughs> which means the last two times i've e- eaten at a restaurant it was denny's <laughs> <laughs> hey i love you know people love to shit on denny's it's not the best i'm okay with it it's usually very consistent yeah sometimes it's consistently average except that one time when we were in philly remember how oh, that was the word that was terrible what the fuck happened there <laughs> this is going way off on a tangent but yeah. re- remember how that started that waitress walked up to us and she was like you know you have to tip right like that yeah. is the first thing she said to us which is very insulting yeah and then the meal got only worse because the people in the kitchen could not have tried less I I don't remember specifically, but I remember someone getting like a nacho thing. It was a quesadilla. Okay, it was it, okay. It's a quesadilla. Do you remember? Like, imagine a quesadilla, except somebody just sprinkled a little cheese directly in the middle, and then, so like ninety five percent of it didn't have any cheese or yes. anything in it. <laughs> 
It was like wildly bad. <laughs> yes. Where like normally it is consistently okay. It's okay. I think there has only been one time ever that I've gone to a restaurant and not tipped and it was at a Chili's. I feel like we probably shouldn't have tipped that one night. We shouldn't have, but like sometimes it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with the waitress in some occasions, but the waitress saying, you know, you have to tip. I know that's fucked up. And she was not friendly at all. And it should, everything about that meal was awful. But let me, let me hear about your chilies. Oh no, it was just the one that opened up here and Mm -hmm. it, they didn't seat us because like they didn't even talk to us when we entered the restaurant and Mm -hmm. then they sat us near the bar and then we didn't get a server for like 40 minutes. Oh, nice. And then someone like remembered we were there (laughs) and was like, oh, you guys need to order. And I was like, Mm -hmm. fucking yes. They never refilled our drinks. The food came out and it was like cold and none of it was good. Mm -hmm. And it was just like the dude was a dickhead. It was just a terrible experience. And I was like, I I can't do this. Like Mm -hmm. everyone involved in this is bad. Yeah. And like normally I know that it's not any one person's fault. So I I will always tip even if like I don't get the right thing or like I don't like it. I I will always tip because I feel like it's just the right thing to do. But in that situation, I was like, we, we can't do this. It's hard not to. Cause like, I don't know if you realize how little weight they're like. Oh, they definitely. Yeah. They get paid That's way bad. below minimum weight mm-hmm. because like waiters and waitresses, like, they rely on their tips, but yeah. that's also should be an incentive for them to at least try a little bit. The, yeah. So like the, that, that was the only time I've never tipped. I did one time consider not tipping when I was at lost dog, but mm. that was because the lady never brought me anything to drink. <laughs> and I asked a couple times for water and it just never happened. Everybody else got water. I did not get anything. And I was very <laughs> thirsty at the end of that meal nice yes but that has nothing to do with next gen no or video games or anything um do you wanna we might as well uh we're pretty much done with this episode but i just kind of want to talk about how we're close to 100 Mm -hmm. so we're on our 100th episode manny and i decided that we're going to rank uh, the top 100 games of all time. No, no, we did no, not no, decide this. How no, dare you? No, we did. Uh, we're gonna do the top 10 consoles of all time. Yeah. Uh, we. I jokingly mentioned the the top 100 games of all time, and Manny was just like, "Nope, that's not <laughs> it. Can't happen." Uh, but then after that, we're gonna hop into doing fast and furious where we will be doing like a fast i don't know if it's gonna be a spoiler cast or what we're gonna call it but like every week we're gonna watch one of those like watch the next uh fast and furious movie so Mm -hmm. we'll be doing that pretty much throughout the entire fall so if you like fast and furious you're gonna be very excited if you don't i'm sorry but I feel like you shouldn't be listening to this podcast if you don't. Well, that's like true, that. but you could also only listen to the first two parts about video game news and video games we've been playing. And I then... feel like if you actively dislike it, you've probably stopped listening to the podcast because that's probably true. We talk about Fast and Furious a lot more than I think you'd realize. Almost every. I, that's probably true. I mean, I do love it. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, to the point where I'm like, I think almost every time Manny and I hang out, we end up talking about Fast and Furious. That's that is actually true, I think. Because like when we went out to, when we drove up to Syracuse, we even started talking about it. That is, yes. <laughs> we so, did. I think it just naturally happens. It's kind of like how your brother stopped listening to the podcast because of Pokemon. Yeah. Some people just stopped listening because of Fast and Furious talk, I, I have to e- assume. Every week he will ask, did you guys talk about Pokemon? And I actually, because you played the DLC, recently oh, yeah. had to say, yes, we actually did. Uh, very briefly. Uh, yes. Yeah, but still. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for us yeah. here today. Um, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi, an excellent chiptune band. You can check them out. And we will be back next week with more of the hottest video game talk you've ever heard. Uh, Peace out.